Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Levick Alive. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. Well, Giselle is speaking now. This is one hell of an awkward football season for Tom Brady. I almost feel very bad for him because it's going to be a season full of football and family drama, it appears. And I'm not sure how to consume it. And I feel like I'm going to be walking on eggshells. Today's going to get sensitive here on Ken Levick Alive. It's a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers off of the steamy and uninhabitable Intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And Wednesday means she is here. She is fresh off of her first pitch at the Florida State League playoffs last night. Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, Palm Beach Cardinals. It is the Dominican Queen. She is number one on our hearts. Jeanette Javier here on Ken Levick Alive. Hi. Hello. That first pitch looked pretty real. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. It, I I did much better than I anticipated. Uh, I channeled all. I, I channeled a little bit. I'd say like five percent Tom Brady, and then, <laughs> and then 90- all of the great Dominican baseball players. Exactly, of all time. Yes. and then ninety five percent all of that. <laughs> my mom uh, was. Uh, this was my mom's pregame speech. Mm-hmm. She goes, Gina, you know, you got to do like a, a big poppy. Think of big poppy. And I was like, mommy, he is a hitter. Uh-huh. He hits home runs. Mm-hmm. He doesn't throw. He yeah. goes, oh, okay. He poo holes. Go to poo holes. <laughs> and I was like, mommy, that one's a little awkward too. Yeah, first she's baseman. Like, yeah. she, she's like, name me a Dominican pitcher. I know we have one. And I was like, Pedro Martinez. Pedro mommy. Martinez. Right. And she goes. He's the one who throws the knee up very high, isn't he? And I was like, yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay, make mm-hmm. sure you do that because that's the secret. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, see, we, we she eventually got to that place, For Pedro. Sure. Yeah. So that's good. So it looked good. It looked natural. Uh, Jeanette, channeling Tom Brady and all of the great Dominican baseball players, she performed a playoff first pitch last night. And we're going to talk about that because I want to break into a little bit of her psyche, her mindset as she walked to the mound. Little known fact. Guess who's never thrown a first pitch for anything? Mr. Ken Levick. You're looking at him. You're looking at him right wow. here. I have never thrown a first pitch. So where's the star power in this room? It's sitting to my left right now. Because <laughs> she not only got a Palm Beach Cardinals game, she got a playoff game. She got a playoff that game. That was wild. Yeah, like that. That's the real stuff. So we'll talk about that, including uh, people are starting to recognize her now uh, as well, which is hilarious. But... I, this is going to be a sensitive topic, and I, I weighed what to do because I know that Tom Brady's very hot button, right? Very divisive. He generates calls. He generates conversation. He generates interest. Everybody has an opinion on Tom Brady. And then you add Jeanette to the mix when talking about Tom Brady, and there's a chance for a radio explosion, okay? But I didn't want to wait on this because the way news has been moving the last couple of days I didn't want to pass on this opportunity to have this conversation all right 
So Tom Brady, I mean, Jeanette, I'll say, he, he did he look great Sunday? No. Did he look good? Yes. Did the Buccaneers look like they could contend in the NFC? I think the answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. That defense was awesome. Better than expected, yeah. honestly. The Cowboys looked inept, and maybe that helped a little bit too. But that was, if you can go into Dallas and hold the Cowboys to three points, the only team in week one that didn't score a touchdown, and Tom Brady can go in, get those cobwebs out, get the offense rolling a bit, finding Mike Evans, looking crisp on some drives. Like, you feel pretty good about that, right? Absolutely. I think a statement was made with the defense. Like, we've yes, we've had all this drama. Yes, uh, I think people too focus too much on the line, on the offensive line, and not highlighting the defense. And people finally woke up and saw, oh, I guess there's other elements to a Buccaneers team yeah. than their injuries. Yeah. Um, Stone, do we have what Tom Brady put out before the game on Sunday? Uh, I, I can just pretty much say it word by word because I watched it 50 <laughs> times in a row. Recited verbatim. His year 23? Yeah, his year 23. This is what Tom Brady put out before Please. the game on Sunday. And it starts with him at the gate to his home, mm-hmm. right? He's, he Walking got his bag. casually out the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what Tom Brady had to say going in to Sunday. And I think this was for people like Jeanette. And well, from a hey, you've got all of me, and for people like me, where he's like bleep off, I'm focused and ready to go. This is Tom Brady, his year 23 social media welcome to the season Sunday before the Buccaneers play the Cowboys. It's been a unique off season, and lately I've been seeing the same question on social media: Why'd you come back? I can give you a long speech, but. The answer is actually pretty simple. We've got a hell of a team. I'm still feeling pretty good. And an arm? It's a terrible thing to waste. I've been reminded for almost a decade now, you're headed for extinction. And maybe so. But not today. I'll see you in Dallas. So... I mean, I can see, I don't know if you're looking at her stone, but Jeanette's just smiling right now. <laughs> and it's partially it's partially joy, but then based on the result from Sunday, it's like a bleep-eating grin, too. Like, Jeanette's just staring me down, smirking at because me. Because you know what? It was so <laughs> nice to hear him address all you mother bleepers <laughs> during the offseason. He just, he just answered all your questions oh, straight up with the cool, calm confidence that Tom Brady is known of. He's answered the questions about him himself and the team. So back off. 18 of 27, 212 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. You know who did have a better day, though? Mr. Uh, the Hawaiian Prodigy? Yeah. yeah. Use. Tua Tunga Vailoa. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's my guy. And, and you but know, I, I it, was lo- a winning, it was winning football for the Buccaneers. I'm sorry, I'm eating go. Yeah, and a lot of people winning football for the Buccaneers. And a lot of people in that Brady family and that Brady ha- household answered a lot of questions, and I think that's where we're getting to. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to hear about. Well, well, Giselle has come out. Mm-hmm. So you have a Buccaneers win. Things are off to a good start for Tom. And you've acknowledged, Jeanette, that this is probably Jeanette. Uh, this is probably Tom Brady's final season. For sure, you've acknowledged that. I think that's probably the consensus. I'm already in plans of trying to get to Raymond James. And- Raymond James Stadium. For a farewell. For a a Tom Brady farewell. Like I I, saw him one final time. I technically went to his last game versus the Rams last season. Right. Right. Um, And so, this is from the Boston Globe. Okay. And uh, Giselle is is speaking 
now. So you had you had time to enjoy the Buccaneers win, but now it's back to Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchin. Where is that at? Here's from the Boston Globe today. Tom Brady's getting back to work. So is his wife, Giselle Bunchin. In an interview with Elle magazine published on Wednesday, the Brazilian superstar model revealed a bit about her relationship with her famous husband in the wake of his decision to return to the NFL. The interview comes just a month after Brady had a rare 11-day absence from training camp with the Buccaneers. Rumors have swirled about the couple and a possible rift following Brady's decision to resume playing, and Bunchin addressed the criticism she's faced for wanting her husband to be around the family more. Bunchin, quote, Obviously, I have my concerns. This is a very violent sport, and I have my children, and I would like him to be more present. I have definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. But ultimately, I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy, too. Bunchin, age 42, put her modeling career aside after marrying Brady in 2009 while he was in the middle of a 20-year career with the Patriots. Quote, I've done my part, Bunchin told Elle magazine. I moved to Boston, and I focused on creating a cocoon and a loving environment for my children to grow up in and to be there supporting him in his dreams. Seeing my children succeed and become beautiful little humans that they are, seeing him succeed, being fulfilled in his career, it makes me happy. At this point in my life, I feel I've done a good job on that. But now, as Elle writes, Bunchin and Brady's children have gotten older. The model is working to figure out her next step. That focuses primarily on working with brands that are thinking seriously about the environment. I feel very fulfilled in that way as a mother and as a wife, Bunchin said. And now things are going to be my turn. Gossip reports have indicated a rift between the couple. She didn't address the speculation when asked by Elle during the interview this month. Instead, the focus was on Bunchin's future. Quote, I have a huge list of things that I have to do that I want to do. At 42, I feel more connected with my purpose. End quote. So this sounds to me like Giselle Bunchen's going on the offensive now, right? I think so. Like, Tom, I thought you were done after last year. Your retirement lasted about 30 days, if that. And now we're back to this situation. Now I'm doing me. And I'm going to tell the public that I'm doing me. And I don't care what you think at this point. Does any of that maybe make a little bit of sense? Yeah, but you know what you're getting into when you're dating the GOAT of football? Like, well, married. You, yeah, they're married with kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dated. <laughs> they fucked up a couple times. Uh, they, like, you know what you're getting into when you marry somebody of that stature. Now, and if you're focused, can't, can't say you do. He's 45 years old, and but still you could Apple also. This is what's unique: is you could also make that same statement for Brady about Giselle Bunch. Absolutely. When they met, she was the most famous, most successful supermodel on planet Earth, but, making more money than Tom Brady. But it sounds like when they first met, her priority was having a family, and that was a huge reason why she left Leonardo DiCaprio. As we all know... Well, she turned dates, 25, that's why. And that's the issue. Well, now he's going after, apparently, Bella Hadid, who's yeah. 27. Yeah. So. Well, he's only doing that because of the public pressure about the age thing. <laughs> sure, whatever. He's like, fine, I'll find the hottest just... Just off of 25, I can find, so I can throw it in everybody's face. Um, but but then there's Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast, Sirius XM, after the game on Sunday. And he obviously, if you listen to that podcast, it was a mix of him, it was jubilance, but also sort of relief. Like, we got that out of the way, I performed okay, the team looked really good, we went to Dallas, picked up a win, we're on a good track. But Jim Gray asked a very poignant straight to it question to Tom Brady and I want you to listen to the response. 
Uh, Tom, I hear you explain this, and I hear the emotion, and I'm wondering why would you ever quit this game when you're playing at the level that you play, you're still winning, and you're physically able. What does it matter if you're 45 or 48 or 52 or 36? If you can play the way you're playing, and I know you make mistakes, and we'll talk about the interception and so forth, but why would, why would you consider stopping just because somebody else thinks you might, maybe you should? Uh, it's, it's a great question, and, you know, you, you wrestle with different things as you get older, and I'd say the only thing that changes over time is, you know, you have different priorities when you get older, you know, and I think when I was 25, it was, there was, it was the simplicity of a 25-year-old life, you know, and I think when you're 45 and you have a lot of other commitments and obligations, which are very important to you, namely children that are growing up, and things that, you know, I haven't had a Christmas in 23 years. You know, I haven't had a Thanksgiving in 23 years. I haven't celebrated birthdays with people that I care about that are, you know, born from August to late January. And, you know, I'm not able to be at funerals and I'm not able to be at weddings. And I think there comes a point in your life where you say, you know what, I've had my fill, it's enough. And time to go on to move into other parts of life, which, you know, I pushed myself to the max and I, I got everything I could out of my ability. And I hope that everybody gets everything they can out of their ability. I hope that everybody maximizes their potential and opportunity in life to do things you love to do. And some people that, you know, that, that could be, you know, being a teacher, being a mentor. Some people could be an actor. Some people could be an athlete. And I think that putting yourself in a position to do that is very gratifying and you know at the same time it's a it's a big challenge too and i think part of the enjoyment is the challenge if it was easy it wouldn't be as gratifying when you accomplish what you hope to set out to accomplish so he's going to be answering questions like that all year especially if giselle is going to put herself out there and she's going to make it clear like this is my time now that stuff's going to be unavoidable. You realize, Jeanette, that's going to be the talking point. That's going to follow Tom Brady, no matter how the Buccaneers are winning all season long. Yes, but I feel like he's going to turn that into motivation. Sure, this is background talk, but this is the reason why I did not. I came back from retirement. There are Here's two, a couple more ones for you. There are two forces at work here. Tom Brady clearly thinks he can still ball, right? Mm-hmm. Like He clearly thinks maybe he's not at the top of his game, but he doesn't, when he talks about how he can perform on the field, he doesn't sound to me like a guy who's ready to hang it up after this year. No, right? and he, I think he proved a point in Dallas, too. He can still throw a couple he, yards. Absolutely. He still got it. Well, obviously, Jones could catch a couple more times, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> that, that'll come in the X's and O's portion of Jeanette's <laughs> uh, contribution to the show today. He still thinks he's got ball in him. But it is also abundantly clear that Giselle is on him. Right? Mm-hmm. And he feels guilty. I'm not saying he's been guilted. I'm saying, though, because Giselle has been on him. Hey, bro, you're 45. I've been sitting my ass at home with the kids right. for 15 years now. I was the world's most famous supermodel when we met. And now, like, you told me one thing. You did another. So now it's my time. And he... What you just heard from the Let's Go podcast is acknowledging that, and at some point, they're going to have to figure it out, and a decision's going to have to be made. And I feel like what all of this is coming to is an unprecedented situation, something we've never seen in all world, an internationally famous athlete 
in the most popular American sport there is by a wide margin, possibly stepping away before he's physically done because his significant other has finally had enough of it and wants to go do her own thing as an elite performer in her profession. And I'm just curious how that's going to be consumed by the general public. Because it almost feels to me like this is all setting up for Giselle to be vilified, right? Which I don't want, which would, which would suck to have but the female foot, vilified. Football you would feel crappy, though. For sure. Human you, woman you, would get it. And that's where you, I think, are being pulled in a bunch of different directions. Because I get her. She, it, it, she deserves her time as well. She's been a fantastic woman with Tom Brady. But at the same time, if it was clear that she is going to take this particular role and he's going to continue doing his football stuff, then... Yeah, and here's the problem. I'm sure it wasn't like, hey, Tom, if you're still playing by age so-and-so, then uh, you retire and I'll resume my career. There's no way that conversation happened. That's not a real thing that people talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Not when you're married to a professional athlete. Not at all. And I think her using the quote, like the literal quote, which I thought was crazy, it's my turn, was kind of the answer to that. Like, yeah, I will want to start something. Jen, I'm surprised you're going to stand on Tom Brady's side here. And I get the, the, you know, the football side of it, but I think nothing Jen- Giselle said was wrong. And it's kind of shocking for me to read. I'm like, you know what? She's right. She's a distant memory in her modeling career. You use the words modeling career aside. Like, yeah, she's been sitting in that house for 20 years now. A distant memory. And I've seen some models speak up. And I'm only talking, this is Instagram, so not a real source. But, yeah, like she has been forgotten about. Like she doesn't have the opportunities. And she's not spoken about or used in the sense that we thought she was going to or on the trajectory that we thought she was. But, Jeanette, I would argue that all she had to do and all she has to do, and I think she understands this, is make one phone call to a modeling agency. And they'd say, yep. Like Did she, you she's see still her a household. Ma- oh, I mean, she is. She has not she's lost a step. She's still got it. Yeah. Yeah, but she's, she's like the okay, fine. It, Brady's forty-five. She's she's the Brady of modeling. But now it's a photo op. <laughs> like now they're forcing her into it. Like now it doesn't matter. She's how, not forcing even, anyone in. Anything. Even though she still looks good, but now it's gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna get her because her name's hot. Like it's not for the same reasons it was when she was twenty-six years she old. Who cares? She is I mean, the it is queen who, of supermodels. Right. Who cares? But she's not able to execute that modeling realm like I, she was back in her prime. Stone, you it's don't know how the modeling world no works, clearly. Yeah. Wow, Ken Lovica yeah. and Jeanette Javier telling me, let, I don't know how the modeling agents... Wow. Let, wow. No, just apparently no. the realms of modeling. Oh, well, oh, who, Giselle who, who, will always I'll have a job. Yeah. Uh, Jeanette, I I'll would argue, and correct me if I'm wrong, but say, like, <laughs> we already brought up Bella Hadid with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yes. If, if Bella Hadid is one of the most sought-after models in the world. Yeah, but she's not Giselle. That's what I'm saying, is that if there's an agency... Where they're like, hey, you have to choose one, Bella Hadid or Giselle. That agency would take Giselle in a split that was damned more, second. That was more so my point. Like, she will be chosen, but it will be because she's Giselle now. It's not because she's a smoke. G- Gigi she's or, or still be, a smoke. She's still a smoke, but you want to compare her to some of the Hadids. It's just a different ball game. She's got wrinkles in the places that the Hadids will never have wrinkles. Like it's just how it works. What are you saying? We right got he's now? ageist. Oh my God, definitely dude. ageist. I, I mean, I mean, what are what? Well, how do you I, know I, that? You, you walked right into my point, as in like, inject? yeah, they will choose Giselle over Hadid. You've walked because... in every woman in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast hating you. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just saying. Jessica, start getting those Botox shots. Uh-huh. Apparently, I have a bad feeling. Like I've walked Stone into this a is... bad home situation just, tonight. Yeah, I'm not worried about any of this like I'm i feel to get wrinkles too. i feel strongly like over? i'm on team giselle here i think everything she said was warranted it is her turn and it's time for her to say something like this because she's been sitting in a house 
the blinds down for, for 20 years now, and nobody really talks about her at all anymore in the modeling agency or anything else. Like, what are, what are we really talking? We're going to side with Tom Brady? This is crazy. I would argue people absolutely still talk who are there, but this is, this, is, this is what I'm getting at is that I think that Tom Brady's making it clear I still got it. Giselle is kind of putting the foot down now and is going to Elle magazine and saying, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go do my own thing. And the assumption we're making is that this means Tom Brady's going to retire, but at some point this is going to come to a head. If he has a great year, then we're going to say, oh, man, he should come back again. And if he retires for a second time, we're all going to say, oh, it's half-ass again. He doesn't mean it again, just like last year. (laughs) And then we're going to blame Giselle if he ends up retiring at the top top, right? At the peak of his powers, he's putting up huge numbers at 45, and if he steps away, this is going to be that damn Giselle did it. Because we've never, correct me if I'm wrong, I can't think of another instance where an athlete who is still getting it done at an older age would then be saying, hey, you know what, it's my wife's time and I'm stepping away. How unprecedented would that be? There's no way that we've ever talked about that happening, not in the modern age. No way. What would we think of Tom Brady? What would we think of the entire situation if he retired after this season? Would it simply be, oh, the goat going out on top? Or would it be, he bowed down to his wife. He got pressured by his wife and he backed down. Because I have a feeling that there is a decent part of the football fan population that would say, I can't believe that that guy let his wife pressure him out of football. And that's where I'm starting to think this entire thing is headed. And I say good for her. She very easily could be the breadwinner in the family. Tomorrow. I mean, yeah, yeah, it would take her six months to make what Tom Brady does in two years. Like, trust me Especially on that. Especially the Buccaneers. Trust me on that. But an NFL, the greatest NFL player of all time who's still able to get after it and can still help lead a team to a deep playoff run, and he steps away because Giselle says, uh-uh, not this time. This is my time or I'm leaving. Like, she, she's already started the offensive. What would we think of Tom Brady? What would we think of the whole situation if he retired after this season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And so, I just, I want you to explore the deep recesses of your football and your humanity, Jeanette, because okay. I think you've started mentally preparing yourself for this being the last year. We've talked about it, like the window closes this year because Tom leaves. I was ready last year mm-hmm. after I left that Rams game. And then he threw you that lifeline again. It was, I was, what is it, CPR, brought back to life. <laughs> you, you wish mouth-to-mouth resuscitation from Tom Brady. Uh, I'd take it tomorrow. Not right now. <laughs> right now. He's, he's too busy giving to his kids. Give it to him. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God, <laughs> That was really well done. That was a good line. Bravo. Um, but, but also, like, you want to see Brady on the field, but also part of you would say, hey, Giselle, do you. If that means Tom Brady has to stay at home, end this entire career, do you. How do you possibly weigh both of them? Because you're in the most unique position, I think, out of all of this. Yes and no. So I, I would assume I haven't had a healthy relationship in a couple of years, but I would assume <laughs> uh-huh. when you get into a long a serious relationship, you have these type of conversations, including career goals. Right. I can't imagine the type of career conversations those two had. 
But I would assume there was something was established to the point where Giselle was going to be the mother. She wanted a family. And then Tom Brady was going to continue his football career. She probably didn't anticipate Tom Brady was going to be 45 and still slinging guns the way he is. Uh-huh. Like, and when he's saying, when he I want to play till I'm 50. And she's like, uh. Which, fine. But there, I don't want, Gis- Giselle deserves her time. Especially she put in the effort to be a mom. And she's apparently raised be- a beautiful family. I mean, look at those genetics. You can't go wrong. No. <laughs> no matter which side you take, no. you are a blessed child. Yeah. But. Tom Brady, at the same time, he's not finished yet. So I hope, if he get, I really hope, best case scenario for me, selfishly, he pulls out a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then he can just wins, walk away. And then he walks away. Right. I agree. That, that obviously is But I'm just saying. That's what I'm hoping for. What if we are talking about him potentially, and I don't know if this is going to be the case, but we're talking about it 16 weeks from now and he's in the MVP conversation. And the Buccaneers lose again in the NFC title game. And they do like what the Niners did, where a play away, and you're wondering, just like in the divisional round last year, Brady basically a play away from going to the NFC title game. What do we do with that? Because we know that Giselle's out here saying, I'm 42, I've got a purpose, it's my time. We've heard the nonstop, we've read the nonstop stories about the trouble in their marriage. Nobody obviously wants anything bad to happen to that partnership, to that relationship. They're high profile. Uh, it's, uh, I mean. I just, it's not something, like, those two haven't had a bad reputation at all. No. They're not bad people. It was honestly surprising to me to hear that, like, there have been issues prior, and every marriage has issues, but, like, it's separating, one, leaving, you know, taking their own time. It's to one athlete in this world, and I say this both from a female and a Tom Brady fan perspective, that I still trust as an athlete. Tiger Woods, I thought he was a great athlete. <laughs> that went out the door. Every other guy, like big star athlete, has had some issues. Mm-hmm. Seems like Tom Brady is pretty genuine. Yeah. But he also backed Giselle, which is different from... That is different. That is, now, else. Tommy didn't have the greatest track record before Giselle came around. What do you mean? Angie Harmon, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I can't wait to see you try to get this one right. <laughs> Who do I usually I, say? I think Angie Harmon is usually the one you say first, but it's wrong. Right? I was going to say, that sucks. Everybody says I look like Angie yeah, Harmon. No, no, Angie Harmon is not the one. I did it again. Yeah, you I did. I did it again. Bridget Moynihan. There you go. Why do I keep doing that? Why do they I look always like think? Two completely different people. I know. Why do I always think Angie Harmon's the one he had the kid with? I always do that. Your mom called me out the last time I did that. <laughs> It's Bridget Moynihan. Once again, I have to apologize to Angie and her family. Damn it. I keep doing that, man. What would we think of Tom Brady and the entire situation if he retired after this season? Because I could see a world where there is wholesale blame placed on Giselle Bündchen. I could absolutely see that. Because just days after an encouraging win for Tom Brady, the Buccaneers go in and beat Dallas. What comes out? This L expose on Giselle, I'm next. And the way Tom Brady's speaking, the way Tom Brady's talking, you can tell he's feeling the pressure from that, right? Because he is full-fledged acknowledging, hey, I haven't been there for holidays. I haven't been there for all of these things. Uh, you just go out there, you try your hardest, and then you try and find your purpose. Like, this is a guy who's trying to come to terms with, I'm playing, I'm doing something I love, but how do I end it? I've always done everything on my terms, I don't know how to survive doing something on someone else's terms. He's never done anything on anyone else's terms. 
Never, ever, ever, ever. And the most famous person in her line of work, it sounds like she's trying to pull out the stops now to make sure that she's able to go back to living on her terms. It's a very, well, very sensitive situation, right? She should absolutely defend. She's I, done a fantastic job. I can just imagine, you know, having her speak out, having that on your mind all practice week, and then having Dennis Allen's defense creep around your mind as you're trying to sleep. Cam Jordan on that D-line. You got Tyron Matthew, the honey badger creeping back there. I mean, there's a lot weighing on his his brain, and, you know, my brain goes to, man, what's the Saints line? You know, like, can I bet on Tom Brady throwing an interception? Like, there's a lot of things going through my mind right now as well. So I think there's a lot of things that I have to weigh out, too. I feel bad for Tom Brady, most importantly, though. Stone feels badly for Tom Brady. I see. I don't want to go that far. I don't want to go that far where I feel bad for Tom Brady because let's be honest, he sort of put himself in this situation. He right? did. He could have stepped away. What else does he have to prove at, at this point in his football career? Isn't he just proving things to himself? I think he wants to leave with another ring. You think that's what I it think is? He wants to leave with number eight. But what what does eight mean from seven? Like I'm being dead. I'm being dead honest here. I'm with you. What does eight, how is eight any different from seven? I think that's such a tough mentality that we don't even comprehend. And, and, and I think, you that's know. That's a goat mentality. And I know we threw him at number one. And when I say we, I don't mean us three, but they threw him at number one, right? As the, in the top 100 at 45 years old in the after top, retiring for six seconds. In the top 100. Like, I don't think this guy's ego needs to get fed anything else. He has nothing more to prove. I think he can play well and then retire. And I don't think necessarily anybody will be mad at Herman Giselle. We haven't seen anybody play at 45 at that quarterback position. Like, he's done all of these things. He's checked all these boxes. I don't really think that we would make Giselle the villain. I usually do in these situations. I'm on Team Giselle here. Well, Tom play one season, retire, I think we're all okay with that. Then, then why don't we change the question then? Because I think Stone brings up something that is a more interesting discussion. Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? That this dude's going out, he's trying to play football, he took the 11 days out, uh, out of training camp, he retired, realized it wasn't for me, uh, his dad blamed the media for him retiring, which was, I mean, that's just dumb. That didn't happen. Um, it's clear he has been... Uh, he's really been sort of coerced, like Giselle saying, hey, I need my life, I need my life, I need my life, I need my life, and he keeps saying, I need football, I need football, I need football, I need football. And he's trying to get through this season, and he wins. This Giselle story comes out, her advocating for herself, basically, and he's going to be hearing this all year long, and he's going to try and maybe have a last gasp at a Super Bowl. Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? All of these things swirling around him, and honestly, I don't. Because, Jeanette, you're right. Like, GOAT mentality is, I'm going to get an eighth. I believe in this team. Like, let's go get a championship. Yeah, I think you're right about that. But from a legacy perspective, because that's the only reason you do something like that is to further a legacy, what's the difference between seven and eight? I just, I don't know, man. If I you, love that question. I, I almost, and again, it's weird for me. I don't want to impose on a marriage. I don't want to question a marriage um, outside of my own. But, like, if your marriage is on the line, or going for an eighth ring when you have more rings than anybody else in the history of the sport. Like, prioritizing, doesn't that make for a little bit of a weird conversation? To me, it's just a staple. He just wants to make sure that his name's always at the top. Future people can't attain it. But it, it's we've been there, though. Like, it's already there. It's already at the He's top. He's at and, the top. And, like, and who's going to topple him? Why not push it if you can? And it won't budge. Like he said in that video, a good arm is a terrible thing to waste. But so is a good marriage. So so is a good marriage. Happy wife, happy life is what I just can continually be told. <laughs> Except when they start getting wrinkles. Years on years that's on when years. Right. Not like it. That's yeah. when you got to get rid of yeah, them. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> He's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio. 
I think Stone said that. Just without the hair or the money. Stone, did you say that Giselle Bundchen had wrinkles in places that uh, Bella Hadid doesn't know exist? Yeah, I did. He did say that. And, 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 you know, before we go to what break What a pig, here, right? <laughs> what a pig. But, you know, for you to say that, of course, if they had to choose between Hadid and Giselle, I think now, because of all this, is was my point. Like, yeah, Giselle's going to get the nod now because she's 42. She's Tom Brady. She's going through all of these things right now. Like, she'll get what she wants from here on out. And I don't think that's necessarily fair to her. Yeah, it will be in her, in her wallet and in in the paycheck she's going to get. But as far as, like, how things are going to work from here on out for her, I think it's unfair for her, too. I agree. I'm Team Giselle here. It's her turn. Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? Is there too much swirling around life-wise with him, family-wise with him, too much in the public space? Do you feel bad for Tom Brady right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN1063. Let me tell you real quick about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. The personal life of Tom Brady is all out in the world now. It is all out in the public space. It has been for several weeks, but now it seems like you've got Giselle going on the offensive telling Elle Magazine, hey, this is my time. This is my path. I mean, it's bold. It's bold stuff and good for her. But my question is, do you feel bad for Tom Brady? Do you feel bad right now for Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. She is the first pitch Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Man, it's it's a situation of a guy where I get it. You're getting older, you're trying to hang on to glory, you're confident in what you do, but the pressures of fulfilling your part of a marriage. And doing what's right for the family come into play. But I also, while I get it, I'm also not at the top of my industry like Tom Brady is. And I've also, I feel like I've always done a lot of deferring. And I've always had a decent amount of give and take with my wife where I have, you know my, you know my, my falls and my springs i'm flying all over the place all the time i'm on planes constantly mm-hmm. one person then has responsibility for the kids fall on her and that's my wife and so that's always sort of been understood but as the years go on i know my wife is more and more disenchanted with that mm-hmm. so she still allows me hey it's a it's a good income 
you make because of the play-by-play especially. So get on that plane, go do that. But I know that there's going to come a day where it's probably going to be, hey, we need to have a little bit of a discussion here. I get that. Tom Brady's a guy who still thinks he's the best player in his entire sport, but his wife is saying, hey, I was the best player in my sport, okay? I was the best at what I do, and now I want to get back to that because I made the sacrifice. Now it's time for you to make a sacrifice I haven't asked you to make in years and years and years and years. It's a tough spot. Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? L Magazine, full feature to Zell Bunchin, and I think the, the, the messaging of it, Jeanette, I think I'm describing it accurately, is, hey, I'm proud of what we've done, but this is my time now. I'm 42, and I'm going to start plying my path. I'm going to do what I would like to do. That's what that sounded like to me. Yeah, which she definitely has a right to say because she's handled her life so far with Tom Brady as a fantastic mother. Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? And I'm torn because I don't necessarily, because I don't see what an eighth ring does as opposed to a seventh from a legacy standpoint. But I also, though, understand what it feels like to think you're good at something and then have to completely abandon it. Like, that's been his life, right? And he's facing career mortality, and that's probably a difficult thing. I'm Team Giselle. But I can see where Tom Brady's super struggling. Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. Let's head to the phones. And let's start with Louie in Riviera Beach. What's up, Louie? What's going on? How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Uh, I will say this. Let me say this. I don't feel bad for Tom Brady because he's Tom Brady for one. For one, <laughs> two. I think that's more of a conversation for people who are really married. <laughs> I'm, I'm a single father, so mm-hmm. I can't answer that question because I'm not married. But I do believe he's still playing because he knows he has a championship team, and that's why he can't. He's he's coming back. Yeah. Well, and I think that that is love it. Uh, is it love the it. team or is it that he still believes in his skill set? Both. Because he probably could have gone to any other team, right? See, but this is what's tough because he at age 43 bet on himself that I'm good enough to pull a team to a title. The and? Buccaneers would not have been a championship team without him. And I don't think anything's appreciably changed with the skill set in two years because what if then, like, I don't know, insert team here. Uh, and I guess the Buccaneers were a 500 team, right, when yes. when he signed. He was literally the missing piece. So Stone, find me a, a, we needed a quarterback. 500 team. Like, what if Tom Brady went to the Giants? They're not a 500 team. The Saints? I mean, you go to the what just go, go Philadelphia. There we go, the Eagles. What if the Eagles, like something happened to Jalen Hurts, and Tom Brady made himself available, a team where Tom Brady thinks like, hey, man, I'm the missing piece. He still believes in himself. He has the skill set to pull that off, right? Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know if, like, he believes in the team, right? But I think Tom Brady more believes in him and his ability to lead a team to a championship, not just in the Buccaneers. That's that's my point. I agree with you on that. And I think if you go down the list of contenders in the NFC, it's a short list. So I'm not going to call them a championship caliber team. But with Tom Brady, by default, they are. I mean, there's nobody really contending. You know, the Rams don't look like they did. And, And I'm not speaking just after game one. I just think it's hard to, you know, redo what you did the way they did it. You go down, you got Green Bay, who you guys want to talk about, can't get over that hump, and you get San Francisco. Like, there aren't many threatening teams. Tom Brady can do it. Like, this Bucks team can do it. Uh, let's go to West Palm. That's where we find Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. Hey, Mike. 
Good, good. Long-time Pats fan. I used to love Tom Brady. Um, I, I don't feel bad for him whatsoever. I think the real question is, should we feel bad for Giselle? Mm. When's the last time you've had a uh, the wife of a quarterback basically beg for him to be home yeah. when it's appropriate? Yeah. He's at the eight. How about feeling bad for the Patriots? We still don't feel bad for them the way he ditched us. So, no. Tom Brady should wrap it up, go home, be with your kids, go coach a, a 500-record little league softball team if you want. But, Do it. But be with your kids. Be with your kids, Tommy. Mm. Go. I, I don't know why he would uh, coach a softball team when uh, he could coach a peewee football team. Sounds like just a little – Well, he's got his, a daughter. His, yeah, his niece or daughter is a really good softball player. Mike, you sound like a petty Pats fan. And, and that comes I, from a big Tampa a Bay double P, fan. Petty Patriots fan. I want to agree. With, I want to agree with Mike. Right? Like, so it happens to the Patriots organization. I think it's Tom Brady's fault. Bruce Arians doesn't have a headset on right now. Like the shady stuff with the Dolphins. Like he's coming in. Like we make fun of LeBron James and want to talk about he's an organization destroyer. Right? Like that's one of the narratives he is because he bounces from team to team. That's what Tom Brady is no, doing. No, Brady per, gets championships. LeBron doesn't. Per standard and stuff. I think like if it weren't yeah, Tom Brady and he wasn't the greatest player of all time, quotations around it, then you would say this guy all he does is care about himself. I think the argument's there. You can feel bad for the Pats organization. Yeah, Bill Belichick and them are petty. Robert Kraft and them have shown that they can be petty. But there's an argument there that they are not going to be a good football team because of Tom Brady and what they had in store and planned in that organization. I think it's warranted. You uh, do it to LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and Jeanette, I were, LeBron wins championships. He doesn't win, obviously, the volume of Tom Brady, but then he does leave scorched earth after. Like he 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 completely excoriates the franchise once he leaves. Bill Belichick still with the Pats? Yeah, that's not going well. That's their problem now. Tom Brady didn't get him fired. LeBron gets all his coaches fired. Remember when Bill Belichick? I mean, uh, different in basketball. Named Matt Patricia the uh, the play caller. <laughs> Gonna be a long year, kiddos. Uh, <laughs> Mike messages family life for Brady does not substitute the drive of competition and camaraderie of players until he figures that out that substitution or loses that drive he's going to stay with football but if he stays with football that possibly means that Giselle goes bye-bye right like that's what that's what that feels it feels like it's on that road if a guy if, if this is 37 year old Tom Brady then I'm like, I'm sympathetic. I'm I'm 100% sympathetic to him. But your shelf life in the NFL should not be 45 years old. There's no way in Giselle's mind of mind, she's a very smart woman. Did she think that she would still be dealing with this in the year of our Lord 2022? Exactly. So when Jeanette said you kind of knew what you were getting into, if you're Giselle, I don't think you could have prepared for There's this. There's no way that she like she knew what she was getting into, but she didn't know what she was getting into yeah. because he's a freak of nature. For sure, but. Like, Again, I think this is going to motivate Tom Brady to win another Super Bowl, and then he's going to retire, and then happily ever after. You know what Giselle should do? is The reason he is doing this at age 45 is because all he's eating is is leaves and berries. Eat them and Twinkies? All of these. Yeah. Like, you need to slip him a Whopper. Yeah. You need to, no, uh, no, his, no, you no, need no, to no. grind up a Big Mac and mm. put it in his organic burger. <laughs> nice. His plant-based burger, but instead it's a Big Mac. You know, I've never had a Big Mac. I'm like Tom Brady. Excuse me? I've never had a Big Mac before. Yeah, that surprises me as well. I've refused. To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. That's how you make a Big Mac. It was in their commercials. I grew up with it. It's stuck in my head. It's pretty spectacular, uh, number one. Patty, special sauce, number one. Cheese. On that uh, on that menu, I'm a, seed bun. 
Pickles are disgusting. My wife is the same way, and she's passed it on to my kids, and it drives me crazy. Pickles are delicious. Pickles, They're disgusting. Stop it. Pickles are top tier. When, when Pickles dur- are legit. During the pandemic, uh, you, you know, a symptom of COVID before there was at-home test was you couldn't smell or taste anything. So you smelled pickles? I purposely kept a jar of pickles because every time I thought I had COVID, I would smell it, and I'm like, oh, I still smell this. Can't do it. Uh, in the pickle conversation, you know what's not? I don't like the kosher pickles. I don't like sweet pickles. Mm. Get those out of my life. What I like, the dill pickles. Give me something a little bitter. Something with some snap. Yeah, something with a snap They're to it. They're all disgusting. They're bitter, all good, vinegary. The pickles are ratchet. Wow. Ratchet. When I was bartending the pickle juice, pickles are ratchet. I would not do pickleback. I would not create picklebacks. Picklebacks are I good. I would look at the other bartender and be like, you're doing this because I cannot touch that. And anything with <laughs> olive juice. Get in here, pickle pal. Oh, it's disgusting. And I, we talked about how I would make out with a guy after he vomited. Uh-huh. I will not, not make with out with a guy if Got he takes it. a pickle back. Got it. Uh, I like pickles. I enjoy pickles. They're disgusting. But they got to be they got to be bitter. Mm-hmm. They got to have that vinegar taste. I like the, the snap to them. They're all the same. Disgusting. <laughs> Do you feel bad for Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ernesto in Boynton. Hey, Ernesto. Hello, guys. Hello, Jeanette. How are we doing today? Hola, Bello. All right. I want to start off by saying I have very extensive uh, experience in this conversation because, A, Pickles or marriage? Oh, okay. Both. Pickles, marriage. Wedges or chips? Actually, real quick. Wedges or chips? Uh, Wedges. They're disgusting. All of them. Wedges. All right. Well, okay. Then uh, my son likes the chips, and I I like wedges, too. All right. Uh, Real quick, um... Like I said, I have both conversation, uh, both uh, familiarity to this, and I'm good at something. Meaning, I'm good as a driver. Okay. I had a, I have a driving company. I had to give it up for the family per se. I think premature here in hindsight that I think about it. I think premature to when I wanted to because I was pressured to stay home to come home with the family. Now this is present day now. Okay. Now I made the decision in part of family to be with them. Now. In the long run, I think it's a it's a great. It's to me, I benefited more because now I get to see my son grow up. Because I think I missed out in when my daughter was growing up. Remember the swim tips that I was giving mm-hmm. you, Ken? Yeah. I I I I, I, mean, I think I missed out even though I was there flying back and forth and trying to be in those tournaments. I still thought that I wasn't there enough. So now in the long term, I kind of think I, I didn't I didn't make, you know I didn't make the wrong decision, but I made the right decision. But now, the Giselle thing. Um. You guys hit in the head earlier, and I don't want to make ageism, and I don't want these females here in Palm Beach to start throwing Botox needles at me, okay? The industry, and I'm saying this I'm saying this because I know the industry. I was a roadie before I was a truck driver. I was a roadie. So I worked in the fashion industry for almost 10 years. And I built the stages, and I remember seeing the stages when they were lit up and, the, and everything was going on. And one thing I noticed that these people, when they were running down, uh, running, running, do, doing their thing, they were all young. All of them yeah. were all young. Yeah. Now, Giselle at that time was when I was still working. I met Giselle a few times back then. She was the most, she was godlike. She's the goddess of all God. Back then it was her, uh, the other one. Uh, Adriana the, uh, Lima? Uh, Adriana Lima. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, oh, my God, and, and, and Paulina. And Paulina, I forgot the other one. Paulina or something, I forgot her last name. I don't know. Um, and, and, and Banks, and you can't forget Banks. Now, 
Those women were the top women in fashion back then. She lost her title once she, you know, gave birth and decided to do. But I thought, I thought that that's what she wanted to do. Because to be honest, that industry, you could only last for so long at the top. You made, she made that money. Guys, you guys say it right now. She made her money yeah. then, 10, 20 years ago, being the richest. And she still is the richest model yeah. to this day. Makes more so than bread. you make it sound like she didn't make the bread. Listen, she, what I thought is that you guys hit it in the head. She got into this with Tom, but not knowing it's going to be for 20 years. Tops. Do you understand? Like, I think she got in like, yeah, okay, I'll be, with, I'll be, with, I'll be the wife. You guys are what? 10 years guaranteed the most yeah. lifetime. Yeah. This guy is proving her wrong. And now she's like, damn, he's making me eat my words. And like, when are you going to stop? But to be honest, she should have, she got this, she got in this for the long run. She should stick it out. Okay. I'm sorry. Stick it out. Stick it out. All right, you're a fashion model. You can still do bits and take the family to res to places off grid or whatever and get paid for it. I don't want to hear. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not mad at nobody. Everybody got something to say. But to be honest, how about the kids? Well, we know we're talking about the kids because it's all about time and, and Giselle. But no one's talking about the well, kids. Well, Giselle's been handling right, the kids. Appreciate it, Ernesto. And it's one thing to say like, oh, just Giselle can take work and then just bring the kids along. Who likes to? Go to on a work trip and take the kids along. Like it, that's not good. Maybe sometimes it's a nice treat, but if you're always if you're going uh, to a, a remote location for a for a photo shoot, you know what's gonna suck is dragging your kids along. Yeah, unless they're like Jaden Smith or somebody who you know falls into the fashion industry and follows mom and pops. <laughs> Other than that, Jeanette, I gotta be honest, I had no idea where he was going with Jaden Smith, but fine, I can see the fashion thing. <laughs> I mean, but I thought that was a weird example to use. But Cord okay, Cordell Brodus, like Snoop's son, like these kids get into fashion. Who's Cordell Brodus? What is he talking? Snoop Dogg's son, who got into fashion, who who followed mom and pops to those runways to Paris mm. to go to those photo shoots okay, and maybe. sit there and then right. falls into the industry. I want to make something clear, Jeanette. Just because maybe Giselle has acquired some wrinkles over the years and gave birth. I've learned a lot. Once a woman, uh, <laughs> once a female gives birth and apparently acquires wrinkles, she's we're done. She's just an empty husk. We're done. Kick him to the kick him to the curb. <laughs> Good thing I only have one of the two wrinkles. Oh God! Yeah, see, you're only half done. Thank you. Um, it, she still could make one phone call to any agency in the world, and they would say, "Here's millions of dollars." That stuff doesn't matter. I want to make sure. Because, one, I'm trying to avoid Stone from being jumped after the show. I don't know. It might happen during break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, by the way, a uh, message from my uh, my wife. I did not pass on my dislike for pickles to the kids. They found out they were gross on their own. I don't believe it. And she's right. I just think that there may be, uh, there was a little maternal maternal influence in this whole your, pickle situation. Your kids already have finer taste than you, thanks to your wife. <laughs> I can see Vivi at the dinner table kind of doing that, ugh, that ew face. No, that's what she kids, does. And and anytime she smells like, mustard. That's why I don't like mustard, too. I mustard's hate mustard, too. And the kid's looking Pickles, at her like, oh. Mustard, olives, all of oh, them. I don't like olives. In the salty. trash. All of them. In the trash. I like pickles. I like mustard. Give me I'm, yellow mustard. I don't like very, spicy mustard. Give me yellow mustard. Very normal. We're Disgusting. In the, we're in the, we're in the, Ooh, mine is honey mustard. I love honey mustard chicken wings. We're in the 80-20 here as far as pickles and mustard. Obviously, everybody eats them and enjoys them. Who? Are you pro-pickles and are you pro-mustard? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We're late. Shocking. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Tom Brady... 
This is just, it, what's going to happen is this is going to be all year. All year a discussion point. Him and Giselle. And that's what we do, though, is it feels a little bit like prying. It's none of our business, but and if he's continually pressed about this. She's the one going on one of the most popular magazines possible. It's public info. Well, I think also, too, she's sort of seeing how she's being portrayed in all this. Love it. And so she's got to put herself out there a little bit. But, man, that whole honeymoon stage winning against the Cowboys, that lasted three days. <laughs> lasted three days. It'll always be the, the honeymoon situation, the honeymoon era when you get a car, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. I, I got my Kia K5 GT a year and a half ago from Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, and I'm still in my honeymoon phase. I love that car. I love the service I get. I'm going to go in in a couple of days. I'm going to get full service on my car at Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. It's going to be in, going to be out, and it's going to be spick and span ready to go. Brand new. At least feel brand new. And that's the type of service you get at Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach.com. Check out the selection first. But then, when you head over to Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport, you're going to get top-notch service. Every place says that, but they don't pressure you. They don't overwhelm you. So what are you looking for? What is your family situation? Do you need something for the family? Want something for you? Is this a fun car? Is this a family car? Is this a feel-of-fishing car? And at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, they're going to bring you out to the lot. You're going to test drive it, and then you talk money. That's always the most miserable part of any car buying situation is the money. Some of you, you think you can't buy a car because you have bad credit. Stop. There's no judgment at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. They're not going to sit there and say, oh, nope, 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 credit's bad. Get out of here. No, 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 no. There are bank reps on site. There's a credit clinic right there for that exact reason because they don't want to turn their back on you because your credit might be bad. That's, that's, it's something that happens, right? That's a normal thing. Don't think that you failed. Go in, get yourself a car. Figure out your options at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach where you're not going to be judged. You're not going to be shown the door. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. It's where I bought my automobile. It's where you're going to have the best car buying experience you've ever had. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. When we return, it's the meanest thing I've heard anybody say. After week one of the NFL season, a former NFL head coach hates everybody. And Robert Sala has stepped in it again, the Jets head coach. And this time, he's made me angry because he's talking about coffee, and I don't think he knows what's coming out of his mouth. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.